Hello, and welcome to another episode of LARP Corner. I'm Luke. I'm Jeff. And it's just us two today, which honestly is probably fine because we're still tinkering and toying with this sound quality stuff. Yeah, messing around with some new sound equipment. Improvements for you guys. With that being said, quality of life and whatnot, we are going to start putting out potential events coming out a couple months in advance. So Jeff, I'll let you take the lead on that. Oh, right, right. So, uh... Due to uh, ongoing plague concerns, there are currently only two events up on the docket for us, and uh, one of them is an invitational only. The uh, first one is called Tales of Radiance. Let me find my reference notes quick. Alright, so uh, our first upcoming event will be Tales of Radiance 2, which is set for the last weekend of April going into May. They are asking that, uh, due to plague concerns, we uh, social distance and quarantine for two weeks before going. With that being said, go at your own risk due to that. Just remember, not everyone is available for vaccine or for, uh, even though they are vaccinated, you are still a carrier. Masks are cool, guys. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Continue, Jeff. Oh, I had important PSA. <laughs> Uh, the other one we have coming up will be for the Memorial Day weekend, and that is the invitational-only one, hosted by a fellow friend of ours. And that one will be down in Grandview, Missouri. It is called Breaker's Gladiator Pits. Pretty snazzy-sounding thing. Uh, it's going to be video photographer mm. possibly pitched to, like, ESPN or something for money, I guess. Be cool. Mm. There's some. He's working on waivers for it. whole lot of stuff. I, I mean, best of luck to him, but I just know that when it comes to whole legalities and whatnot with sports, it is a major hurdle. Oh, yeah. Big time hurdle, but it also it's got slightly different billing on it than our usual stuff. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, is that all we got? Uh, that's all we got coming up right now. I'm sure there will be uh, some local skirmishes coming up in the next couple months also, but nothing solid yet. Understandable. I mean, the sooner we get done with this plague, the sooner we can live on. Speaking of living on, let's get to our first drink. Out of the gate, alcohol. My favorite. We realized that our group has a bunch of drinks, but we, all the penalty shots in general we've ever had have been borrowed. In heavy air quotes. So this is our first attempt at a penalty shot. Very successful first try. Several mm -hmm. trials were involved. Lives may have been lost. And it coincidentally got helped us grab some of the alcohol that we're not drinking. But that's totally coincidental. I thought the whole point was to take alcohol we weren't drinking. Whoops. Give away our secret. Dang it. <laughs> to make this, you need an ounce of apple pie. I yep. think that's schnapps, or is that a... It's not liqueur. I believe it's schnapps. Yep. You're talking like the mother stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. An apple pie schnapps. A half a shot of... Honey whiskey. Mm -hmm. Half a shot of sweet vermouth. Ah, yes, sweet vermouth. Pinch of rock salt, stirred vigorously for obvious reasons. A dash of lime, lime juice, and a couple dashes of smoked bitters. 
smells kind of like liquid smoke. Yeah, it may as well be liquid smoke. <laughs> Alright, three, two, one. To the void. Ah! Ugh. Not the worst thing I've ever had, but my lord, that is not pleasant. I'm gonna stick by my dubbing of that one being called The Void, because I'm, I'm not really getting anything out of that. Lucky you. Ah, like I said, it's not, it's not the worst thing, but... Definitely not brutal. Mm-hmm. Which is, in my mind, kind of the point of penalty shots. You're not supposed to be that guy that's like, hur let's have him throw up. I think a penalty shot is supposed to be like, yeah, it's gonna be, supposed to be a shot that you're not gonna like, but it, not completely throw you. It's not gonna be pleasant going down. Mm -hmm. But it's also not gonna be, you know, something that's gonna keep you away from alcohol, because that's. Because I, for some people, it makes them try harder to get into alcohol. I tell you what, if I had a nickel for every time I had one of my younger friends go, I'm never drinking again, <laughs> I'd be a rich man right now. Right? I don't think I've done that. I think the worst I have ever done was, I'm so drunk, like the basic white bitch that I am. I think, Let's get wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Anyway, our first topic of the day. Speaking of events, let's talk about actually prepping for these events. Full disclosure, this is the less glamorous logistical part of the equation. Mm-hmm. Because... Jeff and I have been through a few events, to say the least. We're not going to say we're experts or anything. Obviously, we've had our fair share of fuck-ups. So uh, The original lentil stew. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> but, I mean, this is not something... We're not going to go down a list of like, hey, you need this, 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 and this. This is more guidelines, I guess you'd say? Guidelines, I'd say just the... more what actually goes into it, because it's... Well, it's things like, say, pulling off a, a school play, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you see a Mac, they say the lines, they did great. Cool beans. But there's so much behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, let's get the basics out of the way for what you would obviously need. One, your medication. Very important. If you have any medication, even if it's something like a cough drop or something, bring it. Emergency inhalers, mm -hmm. highly required if you are an asthmatic. Another thing is pills that you may not need but wouldn't hurt to have. And I'm not talking things like you know, shit that'll fuck you up. I'm talking things like aspirin, ibuprofen, acetaminophen. Things Pain like relievers. that. Mm -hmm. Hell, even cough drops. Something that me and my, that if someone else has forgotten to bring, you can help cover the slack. Oh yeah, definitely. Hugely. Especially during summer, dry months. Mm -hmm. you, you get sore throats just because it's so dusty. Nothing, obviously... Dag clothes, well, LARP clothes in general, if you are not an actual Dag subscriber. Just have your garb, your costuming. And also bring normal clothes. Yeah, paranormal clothes, keep back up in your car just in case these, you know, rainstorms happen. Mm-hmm. With that being said, granted, this is also kind of geographically variant, but winter coat, or at least a heavier sweatshirt. Bring that because you don't have no idea, because help. We went down to Missouri. We all had our sweet. Naturally, we all had our friggin' uh, winter coats with us because we know how bad the weather can be. Oh, are we talking about that one dark tide, just the freak winter storm? Yep. Yeah, unfortunately, our thick South Dakota coats couldn't spare us from that freak storm. Nope. But, I mean, they, you got it worse up here when, than we were down there. All right, you were sleeping outside, but I still had my comfy bed at home, but, like, unfortunately got to miss out because of work. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to actually be there. Trust me. To be fair, though, it was also, like, 
20 degrees warmer down there than it was up here. Anyway, we're we're, spit, we're splitting hairs. If basically very fine split. Mm -hmm. Always plan for the season, winter coat or really light clothes. Make sure you have both because you never know what's going to come at you. True story. And worst case, you use the heavy stuff as a blanket at night mm -hmm. or to pad yourself against the ground. The ground steals your heat. Exactly. I mean, you know, sleeping outside when it's 50 outside still on the ground, mm -hmm. you get cold super easy on the ground. Oh, yeah. I remember I actually had to have three cloaks over my freaking face because of how cold it got at one point. That's not an over-exaggeration. It was legitimately three cloaks. <laughs> don't doubt that one. Was I, was I along for that ride? Uh, maybe. I don't remember. Because it was three... Because Rose... It was three of Rose's cloaks. Ooh. Yeah. And for those... Thick boys. Mm -hmm. It was double fleeced. For those who don't know what that means. Oh, another thing that you should... Another top-of-the-line guideline. Because if you have dietary issues, be sure to have people be aware of that. Because I'm not saying that you bring your own food, but if food cannot be accommodated, make sure you know you can get your food. Yeah. You, you burn a lot of energy at these things, even if you aren't a, a fighter necessarily. Because mm -hmm. it's the heat, it's the sweat, you're running around, even if you're not fighting. Keep yourself warm at night. Mm -hmm. Mind you, a lot of the veterans are, you know, kind of doing the, well, come on, move along, what else, you know part of this segment but for a lot of new people this is actually kind of useful well i think this is kind of, i feel like this is more aimed towards the new people you know they're getting into you know yep we're not trying to scare no one just preparedness good old boy scouts motto oh speaking of nothing that you would might want to bring with you just in case people forget two different types of sprays one is bug the other is for sunscreen because bugs are a thing doesn't matter where you are in the world bugs are a thing I, for one, am shocked. <laughs> because I've told a couple of stories where I've had friggin' ticks, and oh, God almighty, those things suck. Literally. <laughs> Whereas, at least with mosquitoes or whatnot, you can kind of, as long as you know you have a fresh thing on you, you're fine. Ticks, they don't give a shit. Never have, never will. Uh, I used to have issues with ticks, but I, I started doing something a little bit different with the uh, like essential oils around my uh, sock cuffs and back of my neck. I know <laughs> me being a hippie over here, but like I I haven't had tick issues at events in the last few years since I started doing that. Well, I think the last few times they haven't had any long grass either, so that also helps out a lot. I do do my best to stay out of the long grass if I don't have to be in it. Exactly. But now that we got, I think those are the bare essentials, unless you got something, Jeff, that I can, I'm missing? Um, I'm always a big proponent of waterproofing. Oh, God, yeah. If you can, what was that one chemical? Is that wet dry or something like that? Is that stuff that is makes your stuff hydrophobic? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not called the, the quick dry, right? It's something like that. spray bottle, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like two spray bottles, do this, let it dry, do this, let it dry, and then... Yeah. It seals up your tent, makes it a little more water repellent, so... Mm -hmm. Hopefully, drip as much into your tent. Mm -hmm. It does happen still. It just depends on the tent you got, too. Yeah, because if you got one, a cheap $10 tent, I wouldn't bother. That thing is probably going to be, you know, flipped over in the wind no matter what. Oh, actually, another thing I just re realized. If your where you're going does not have electrical outlets, be sure to bring cooking utensils that require gas. 
if you're not used to cooking over an open flame. Because that is an entirely different beast in general for cooking. Whole new critter. Mm-hmm. Even when you're doing cast iron, like say a Dutch oven, you still need to use be very, very specific. It's basically your baking. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, the shockingly refined science Dutch oven cooking. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, if you're just... If you want to cheat, aluminum foil, put it over a fire, GG. Congratulations, you won. Yep. But if you're still not comfortable, make sure you have something that has gas. Like maybe like a gas. Like how you're looking around, you're like, it's got gas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, a, gra- like, a, ga- like a propane burner or a propane skillet or something like that. A flat uh, skillet. The secret but... ingredient is propane and propane accessories. <laughs> Damn it, Bubba. With that being said, let's get to things that are kind of not essential. That would be kind of nice to have. Air mattress. That would be nice to have. It's not essential, and trust me, it takes up a lot of room, especially if everyone's bringing an air mattress, which a lot of people do, because eventually tent camping gets a little annoying when you don't have something soft to lay on. And coming from a guy who has tent cabin for years and years of his life it's frustrating <laughs> especially since I'm a massive roller oh that's another thing I should also be aware of if you are new to tent camping always make sure that the sides of your tent are blocked especially if you roll in your sleep for those who don't know Something why I wasn't aware of. the reason why that is if you're a massive roller like I am and you hit the wall while it's raining water seeps in Wake up a little hoist and not in a good way. Yeah, it's, it's happened a few times. <laughs> it's like you're speaking from experience or something. I know, right? Oh, but with that, I think we should probably hit our sponsor break. Take it to those glorious sponsors. All right. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you when you're done, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever the heck you listen to your podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast, ka-ching, with no minimum on how many listeners you have. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Also, it's free. <laughs> you can't get much better than free. Just be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we are back. Ah. Hope that was an enjoyable break for you. Alright. Well, let's get to our second drink. It is actually the quote unquote potentially fixed version of I think we called this the Green Goblin. Sure. <laughs> so for those who need a recap, the original one was simple syrup, Midori, uh, lime juice, well, lime syrup or whatever the hell you call that in the bo- in the lime sweet syrup. And a shit ton of gin. Dude, love me some gin. It's good stuff. So we think that the fixed version, we throw in some cucumber, which a lot of people are, like, raising their eyebrows at this. Cucumber, you say? (laughs) Doesn't that taste like water? (laughs) The original thought was, it should bring out the freshness in this drink. This definitely feels like a spring drink. It is that time of year. So with that being said, three, two... Cheers. That is way too much cucumber. I don't know about yours, but mine also has way too much gin. 
I can't even taste anything else. It's just mostly gin and cucumber. There, you can try mine. You have a minute? Yeah, guys, we gotta yeah, switch we're, it over. We're gonna trade it over. Yeah, we uh, we experimented. We uh, we did one where it was a cucumber infusion, and the other one where we muddled the cucumber into it. Oh, we've got a little bit of the gin kick on the background there now. Oh, why do you do this to me, Jeff? I'm sorry. I like gin. All right. Second round. Three, two, one. Cheers. You know what? I actually like this. I think I'm gonna go with the infusion as opposed to muddled. Mm-hmm. Because you can hey, definitely feel that cucumber. You, uh, yeah, you weren't joking, eh? Uh, mm-hmm. Did you measure the gin on this one, or was that me? Uh, that was me. I kind of eyeballed it. Ah, uh, see, I, I went with the old reliable glug method. <laughs> yeah, this actually is pretty freaking good. Like, it actually does give that freshness that we were looking for. Yeah, maybe go a hint more than the lime juice on that one over there, though. Mm, just a smidge. So, for, for a simple texture, just a little more simple syrup. Just a hair more sweet. I mean, I actually like this. That's just me. I have a ridiculous sweet tooth, so. Also, oh boy. Pause. Well, sorry about that, folks. We needed to get a water break. Apparently, my drink version kind of got the best of both of us. That's a lot of gin. Yeah, let's just say we got a fresh bottle and we knocked it down to four-fifths already. Well, two drinks. So. Oh yeah, yeah, that impressive, right? Quite. And that's actually one of the things you should probably expect from your first event. Ooh. Yay for decent segues. Slide that right in there like a five underneath the toll booth line. <laughs> said, I'm going to be a little more specific. Expect, if you are taking it from a stranger, they expect something, a drink at least, expect something really good or really fucking strong. Or both. Well, if it's really strong, you really won't notice it. Until it's too, way too late. Holy water. Oh. There is also, I think you should expect from your first event... I don't know about you, Jeff. When I was thinking it, I was thinking there would be a hell of a lot more roleplay, at least in Dag. Yeah, uh, that was a disappointing facet for me. There was a, I bill it as roleplay light. Mm-hmm. More of a suggestion as opposed to the law. <laughs> yeah, because I was expecting a lot of these, thous, and what have you. But it was just, oh, hey, like it got to the point of my first event, instead of getting actual cigarettes, I rolled them. For authenticity's sake. Ah, the immersion. Right? <laughs> and you have no many, don't know how many times I've had people look at me being like, hey, is that a joint? No joke. That happened a bunch. Well, I mean, you must be doing something <laughs> right if your rolled cigarettes look like joints. Right? Oh, actually, I think I had my girlfriend at the time do it for me. <laughs> they weren't even rolling them on site then. No, oh god. I am not dexterous at all. <laughs> We're getting sidetracked. Sidetracked. No, your first event, uh, so you've survived the X hour mountain drive for your first event. Oh, uh, Depending on where you're at, uh, our part of the world, you're 90% of the time, that's a pretty solid, like, three hour haul. Minimum. But, you know, you get on the more populated parts of the world. Like, if you live, country. like, if you live closer to, say, Nebraska, Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, you're gotta. You don't have that much farther to travel. 
closer to more like, you know, maybe you gotta trek, you know, a couple hours instead of, well, if I sold, you know, half the day to make this journey. Mm-hmm. Which, time is a, apparently a thing to people, I guess. I, I went to an event in Iowa, and, like, they looked at my ID and, like, oh, shit, you're from South Dakota? Man, how long did it take you to drive here? I'm like, oh, like a four-hour drive, like... It's not that big a deal, guys. <laughs> you are like, holy shit, you drove four hours to come here. Like, this is literally like, a day trip for us. Like, yeah, I know. Like, I, I used mean, to... I'm surprised Iowa even got that excited, because that's kind of the same... I know, that's the one that threw me for a curveball. Is it? It's fucking Iowa. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they got a town every five miles in Iowa, right? But, yes. like... Yeah, but it's... <laughs> I, it's probably Iowa speed limits, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, ten miles per hour slower than... It everywhere else in our part of the world so like then we're getting sidetracked yet again now we're road trip is part of the first <laughs> event but road trip will be a whole nother segment on its own mm-hmm. another thing you should also expect from your first event not everyone is heavily dressed i did not fix that at all do <laughs> you still way too much gin Way too much of something. Yeah, you want, you want nope, nope, no, nope, 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 without baseline. I think that depends on the game, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, at least up in this part of the world, Belagarth has been, seems to have much, uh... Lenient. Much more lean, yeah, leniency in their, their garbing standards. Mm-hmm. Well, I honestly, I do like dressing up for this kind of thing. I don't really get an opportunity to do it so much. And I feel like if you want to actually have a better turnout, you have to actually look the part. But in our part of the world, that's still good fucking luck. It gets a little better. Like, for as many, like, worse baseline kits that I've seen in Belagarth, mm-hmm. I've also seen uh, an exceptional amount of kits that uh, exceed the expectation. Oh, yeah. Like, um, there are some people who just fucking go above and beyond, and it is insane. Part of it's the regional culture, too. Mm-hmm. Belagarth in this part of the world, they are very much heavy into having monster characters. Mm-hmm. So I went to this event in Iowa, the same one, they're like, holy shit, you drove four hours? Mm-hmm. A lot of the Bell people, monsters. And they like full bore on their kids. Like, we're talking full body paint. Like, the Belagarth actually has a coded manual of, like, these are characteristics for monsters. Mm. Great read. I'll show it to you sometime there, Luke. Mm. Which is also another thing we should also talk about. If you're planning on being like an orc or something, and you're like, well, the only thing I can afford is like, you know, Kool-Aid and water, you know, water. It's like, that's fine. That is perfectly fine. Actually, it works really effectively. Yeah, you don't have to have, you know, that makeup dye that lasts for fucking 24 hours. No, don't tangle with it myself. Uh, I'm a lame-o pinky. (laughs) It is ex- it is extremely expensive and it is not worth the time. Like literally, even if it just rubs off on you from sweat, who the fuck cares? At that point, everyone is tired and they don't give a shit. If you want to go to a, a ball or something, or maybe there's like a drinking event, go ahead, recoat yourself after a shower. Cool. But you don't have to have the you don't your kit doesn't have to be 
a thousands of dollars. On point all the time. Exactly. And that's one thing I also learned from the beginning as well. Don't expect everyone to follow the same honor that your group has. That's kind of a shit thing to say, but it's not wrong. It's an honor-based game. Honor gets defined a hair differently as you venture apart across the world. Because mm-hmm. there will be some people who, admittedly, is not their fault. Testosterone's going. There's like 15 people around them. They can't tell every little thing going around around them. I get it. But my ego. <laughs> And then you get something like what Jeff said. People who just want to fight to win and will just cheat. Which is depressing. I just fight to fight. Exactly. I have recently line fought. That's not a usual go-to because I'm a slow person. That's kind of my go-to. That's the only thing I can do. And even then it's like, oh, well I just felt something graze my leg. May as well take it just to be safe. A lot of people do not do that. Then there's also the fact that Nothing you're supposed to look forward to. If you're not used to certain types of weapons, expect them at events. Yes. Expect them at the events, and they will ruin your day. Mm-hmm. If you're not used to javelins, they will fuck your life. If you're not used to arrows, they will fuck your life. If they're not used to spears, they will fuck your life. Do you enjoy having legs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's not going to be a thing anymore. No. Because you're a new person. You can be in any size group. It is still not fully rounded. Because every group has their own, for lack of a better term, specialty. Specialization. Yeah. Niche. Like, don't get me wrong, there will be people who will go into those kind of things, but that's not going to be their go-to. They're not going to constantly round-robin it the entire time. So if you're not used to fighting against a certain type, expect that to ruin your day. Also, another thing to expect, expect to die a Expect your ego to get kind of humbled. Yeah, you'll get your teeth kicked in pretty soundly. Because it's one thing to have an event, you know, a practice that has maybe 30-odd people, compared to an entire field that has, like, 200. 200, 300? Mm-hmm. Gets crazy. And that's those are still small. Our, the, the biggest event for our game, uh, pre-plague, mm-hmm. is Ragnarok. All right? And... 3,000 attendants with 1,500 people taking the field yep. on the big, like the big battle day. Mm-hmm. So break that into two teams, that's 750 on 750. Can you, like, yeah, mind-boggling. It, it is insane. And again, I'm not gonna, we're, we're not experts, obviously. We are not. We uh, have, we have, you know, some years under our belts. the big show yet. Yeah, we have some years under our belts. But this is more or less what you should try to line up for. We're not going to say, like, mm, yes, we know everything. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of like going to college, right? Yeah, say so we're the hot shot on the football team in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Small town. Hey, you show up at the state college. Yeah, you're just your average Joe number three now. Exactly. Because we've had, I want to say, at least a half a dozen people who's had their egos crushed going to an event. And it's not that, you know, they were king shit of our area either, but they were still, they considered themselves, they were really good. Until they got to an event. And actually started dueling people who have been fighting for years and years and years. And they're just like, well, I guess I'll die now. Sorry, I think it was a meme. <laughs> guess I'll die now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> also... 
don't expect people to necessarily baby you. Yeah. There is no quarter given mm-hmm. on the field. Um, Sparring on the side? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People will, will help you. They will, help you know. you, coach you, tell you what you're fucking up. Like, mm-hmm. But when you're on the actual field itself, when you're dead, get the fuck out the way. Or else you will get pushed, shoved, moved, whatever. There were times I died three times before I could remove my corpse off the field. Oh, yeah. I think I told a story one time where I literally died, I want to say, like, maybe 15 times from a single stab wound to the leg. Ah. That you, one. Even though, legally speaking, it would have been still one stab wound, but you know what? Whatever. Can only do so much. Exactly. Uh, we're, we're sidetracking a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. Um, additional expectations. So, yeah, you survived your X-hour car trip, you know, trolling, you know, have your ID ready so they can verify whether, you, you know, verify you're you if you're mm-hmm. signing in there, then in there, or just, you know, double-check your pre-registration. Pre-registration, a great thing. Always recommend it. Mm-hmm. If you know you're going to go, pre-register. Yep. It's a little bit cheaper usually. Saves you some hassle when you get there. Saves you time, saves you money, and honestly just lets you get... Because here's another thing that you should and also... Time re- is money, so <laughs> you're saving extra money. So this one actually kind of leans back to the first one for preparation. Expect a lot of fuck-ups when you are first setting up camp. You're probably going to forget something. Either you're going to forget something, or you're going to have people who are just lollygagging or don't want to help. Or just forget something. Mm-hmm. Like, we've, there's been so many times where I've had to be like, hey, dude, help this person out. I'm going to help this person out. Let's get this thing set up. We need to get this going before dark. As it, Luke's saying, the way I say, see it is, when we get there, we're all tired from the car ride. That's fair. Mm-hmm. The faster we get everything set up in the camp, help each other get set up, the faster we can go people mm-hmm. see our friends and start drinking yep because here's the thing i can be the asshole if i need to be i don't like being the asshole but if people are literally just taking their fucking time and just doing nothing because they already got their tents set up and they don't want to help because they already get, did it themselves by themselves i did my part <laughs> go fuck yourself because you just have this like one little two-man you know pop-up tent that's not really doing anything yeah you got down you do it in like three minutes flat mm-hmm Whereas you got other people who, granted, maybe didn't need to bring a giant-ass tent, but at the same token, it's still nice to have for storage. It's like you're speaking from experience or something. <laughs> I've, again, I've come from years and years of camping. A big tent is not a necessity, but it is super useful for things like holding weapons to keep them dry, holding supplies to keep them dry, holding your food to keep them dry. I'm going to file that in the luxury column. Mm-hmm. And it's just, but you get people who are just don't want to do anything because they've been in the car for literal hours, and they would rather just it's weird because I always want to do stuff after I've been sitting in a car for several hours. Mm-hmm. They just want to, you know, sit down, maybe eat a snack, or just start, sit in front of a fire that doesn't exist yet. Our group fire doesn't exist. That's a shock. <laughs> There's also people. I also have to yell at people to get the freaking firebox too. And the ongoing struggle for firewood. Oh, dear lord. So Especially also in our group of pyromaniacs. <laughs> doesn't matter where you are, who you are, expect a shortage of firewood no matter what. You've... Also, disclaimer, do not bring wood from out of state to the place you are going. Because that is literally a major issue 
or it's hort- a felony in some reasons. Mm-hmm. Because horticulturalists, botanists, whatever, will fucking, will fucking, you know, destroy you and saying this is a huge problem. Because you got bugs, you got fungal problems, you got, there's a lot of issues. Fungal bugs. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, we've kind of gotten our tirade of why people are, are terrible. <laughs> I feel like that tirade happens on the regular. Never wrong, though. No, it really isn't. But with that being said, I've been Luke. I'm Jeff. Enjoy your battles. Happy fighting.